Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to The Porcupine. As always, I am Adam Nutter. Hey, how's it going? Um, real quick, some house cleaning, I guess, uh, follow me again, all the social media at Adam Nutter, easy right there on the screen, <laughs> go to all the things, click at Adam Nutter, hit that follow button, uh, show dates, which is important. actually before we do show dates, how about you guys do me a fucking favor and you go and you buy a porcupine shirt from droptent.com slash store. Boom. Look at that. Fucking you get the white. You got the white series. You got the black series. You got a little fucking artwork from Top Lofts himself. Go get a shirt. Super comfortable. 25 bucks. Droptent.com slash store. Thank you for anybody who already bought a shirt. That's super cool of you. Thank you. Uh, and I appreciate it. Um, show dates. Next week, PA convention. The big one. <laughs> it's, it's the battle of all battles, I feel like, for this fucking convention run this, uh, this year so far. Uh, so I'll be there. Friday, 6.30 show, uh, $20. You don't have to go to the convention to go to the show. You could just go to the show. So if you're like, fuck politics, and you just want to go to the show, just go to the show. That's cool. Uh, $20 or get tickets, lppa.org slash convention. And then at 8 o'clock, I'll be opening up for Dave Smith and Tom Woods, their speech. Uh, and then the week after that, March 12th, We'll be back in Chalfont, Pennsylvania, right outside of Philly, at the back at the back at the pop in. Uh, again, droptent.com slash events for tickets. Uh, Robbie Bernstein's coming out; he's headlining. So again, right after the convention, we have a Robbie Bernstein appearance at Chalfont coming out to that. And then the week after that, or two weeks after that, I'll be at the Delaware convention doing comedy. Yeah, so convention run, I guess. I don't know. We're doing a lot of comedy, all these fucking conventions. So check me out April 30th, New Hampshire at the Shell. I'll be there headlining again. Tickets dropped to com slash events. All right, enough of that shit. <sighs> Too much stuff. Guys, my guest today, uh, my man, we actually met via the comedy scene, actually, weirdly enough. And now we are uh, also good, good friends of Liberty Scene, uh, both in Bus County, Pennsylvania. Uh, he's running for Eastern Vice Chair. Why? I don't know. <laughs> of Pennsylvania this upcoming month in two weeks. Give it up for my man, Anthony Portillo. What's up, buddy? For the record, I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, you're dumb. <laughs> you're dumb. Uh, clearly, comedy didn't work out well for me. No. <laughs> no, it was just nowadays, like, I, I'm, we have this in common. Like, my favorite comic of all time is Patrice O'Neill. So, that, that <clears> he's our, the goat. He's the goat, in yeah, my opinion. We, we both have and, him as our number one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, there's this, it's undeniable. So now, uh, the, the way the comedy scene is like I was so much happier as a show promoter and like organizer than I was actually doing shows because you got it's like you never know what's gonna work anymore like no, all my sucks. shit is awful <laughs> right it's like there's chicks with dicks it's like jerking off in weird places I'm like I can just I can't get away with it I yeah, said punk once in a black like a black room and uh well I said it like six times actually and then the, the lady was like, you know, we don't hear that word much around here, but it's not really nice. You probably shouldn't say that. Like, <laughs> She's yeah, all sweet to me. Comedy is not like, real. Not really I was like, it. I mean, I don't really mean that. But then I was like, oh, that gave me an idea. And then I switched it up. So I still got away with saying cunt, but I made it funnier. So they like forgave me for it. Yeah, dude. I mean, but, it's, you, you, know, you know how I feel about it. It's just like, I'm not, 
gonna just cater to like the crowd yeah. I might be at. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like they're not my fan base, like necessarily. Like, you know, like if you're just doing like a random show somewhere in anywhere in PA or just a town, and they're not there to see you. Fuck them. <laughs> like, like, like right. they were like, I don't like what you said. It's like, okay, well, in what context? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if they have a like, legitimate point, all right, listen to my guess, maybe. But even if, even if they do have a legitimate point, fuck them anyway. Who cares? It's your comedy. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's up to you, really. But my point, I guess my overall point is like, they're not there for you and they're not going to follow your career. So, like, they right. really don't care what you're saying. They're just like, oh, I don't like what you said right now. And then as soon as I leave this room, I'll never remember it again. But like you're gonna take it on the plane with you back home. Like, what the fucking lady said that about me? <laughs> like, you know, what I'm saying? Right. but she's gonna drop it as soon as she walks through the fucking door. I always found bombing fun, so like I never really cared. Some of my favorite times on stage were when I like ate shit and I knew it, and I was trying to recover. So it's funny to me because I thought I was like throwing home. I thought I was hitting home runs. And it was like, dude, nothing is working. Like, I go, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> like, dude, my my last like, <laughs> my last like bad set was early, maybe last year. Like, I mean, it was like a real bad set. Like, you know, like, like a fucking, but like a stinker. Like a real early last year, I got asked to do some show in Jersey, and the pay was like good. So the venue, which was surprising for the venue, because like when you when we showed up, it was just like it it was like four things in one. So there was like a winery on the right side of the f- venue, and in the back was like like beer deli, like fucking like refrigerators. <laughs> and then, dude, it gets weirder though. Six TVs, all up like on all of them are on all of the TVs are on all the fucking TVs. Are on. <laughs> And, oh, and uh, there's a major. Sp- oh, the March Madness. It was right around March Madness time of last year. So it was like March Madness was happening, or whatever the fuck before that, or that like the tournament. I can't remember. But they were like playing something, and so people like wanted to watch it. So that was going on. There was a bar and an open kitchen, all outside, and then the stage. Like everyone was talking. There was no one was paying attention. That's the only worst. table with the most people, the waitress came over right at the beginning of my set and started taking all their orders. So like they weren't even paying attention. And I just ate shit. <laughs> I just straight <laughs> up like I was like, you know, hey, and they were just like, We're we're good. We don't eat any of this. Fucking <laughs> like, 15 minutes just I mean, I mean like stairs, which is worse than like nothing. I'd rather people have people boo me. I can you, you could go with that. Worse. Like if you're just people having people stare at you, that's worse. I could also tell you nothing is worse Be- in my, Way worse. my experience. Well, getting nothing at all. Like when I was younger, I was in a band. This is where I like honed those chops a little bit. And I remember we got booked to play a, like a big bar on a Friday night, but it was during high school football season in like a high school football right, right. town. There were three people in this bar, <laughs> including the bartender. So it was like, I yeah. guess we're going to play to these people who aren't even looking at us and are probably trying to figure out who's winning the high school football game. Oh, dude, yeah. I've been on, I've been on shows where like, there was like two That's people fun. in the audience and you're like, I guess I'm doing comedy for two people. Right. <laughs> like, this isn't going to be fun. This is going to eat shit. Yeah. I don't miss that stuff. Instead no. now, you know, I, I, 
set myself up to get in arguments with autists. I was going to say, now you're, it's worse, actually, what you're doing. Now you're actively yeah, going out, running like, for a position uh, full of autistic people, <laughs> including us. In, in fairness, we're all a little autistic. Yeah, we are. Just, we all are. This is where it's, we fall on the spectrum. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like, I get, all right, so I guess you threw your hat in the EVC ring, like, oh, officially recently, but, like, you told me about it, like, months ago. Yeah. You were like, hey, I think I'm going to run for EVC. I was like, that's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what was your reasoning? Well, well, first off, I'm the guy that if you're like, hey, this is a terrible idea. I'm like, what time are we going to be there? Yeah. So that's generally, um, I like challenges. So, And honestly, when I got involved in LP, it really was because of like the COVID regime. You know what I mean? Once yeah. it was like... Bro, like I, I never imagined I would witness the things I saw in 2020. Like m- on Monday, I was on my way to work, and the governor was saying like everyone needs to stay at home. Friday, my position was terminated, and nothing was open except for the grocery store, and there was no toilet paper. I was like, is this the fucking apocalypse? What <laughs> and and the government just was cool with it, and I've just yeah. I saw so much shit happen. I saw my kids have to deal with virtual school and just the, some of their friends. And I was like, man, some, I got to do something. And I don't, I don't want to just be the guy like for years I've talked politics because it's kind of like a hobby of mine. And I've always been a nerd about it since I was a kid. So I'm like, I don't want to be the guy who just runs his mouth and like armchair quarterbacks, what everybody else is doing. I feel like you're not worthy to talk shit if you're not getting your ass kicked too. So I'm like, Hey, uh, I think this is the, fight I want to get into I saw Heiss on Tim Pool and I heard about the Mises Caucus and then I was like all right let me check these guys out and since getting involved with them I was like yeah all right let me get on board with what's happening here let's make the LPPA better and then I'll run because I when I run I want to win right yeah of course but that's also like a me thing right if, if I'm being honest like it's something I want to do and mostly because I'm an idiot and I think it would be cool, right? Like all the shit in my life I imagined I'd, I'd do. And I never thought like actually being a politician would be a thought that I've had. But I'm like, there's literally no other, like I feel it in my bones that yeah. I want I want to get in there and like just dismantle it from the inside. <laughs> yeah. No, like, yeah. Yeah, like I want it to feel like a bad breakup when I get in there. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, but I want to get in there and I want to win. And I think, you know, these are the people I want to do it with. And obviously running into you there, I was like, oh, this is like, yeah, fucking, this is <laughs> that, like that, serendipitous. That, that was funny because, you know, I've been involved with like the MC and them for like, obviously like the last two, well, be, yeah, before for sure COVID. Like uh, at least, oh, I guess, oh my God. Wow, time's flying, dude. Yeah, Fuck, like three years. <laughs> I've been involved with like them for like the last three, three to three, yeah, three, three, three and a half years at least. So like, yeah, a little, a little, I mean, a little longer than you, but like, yeah, it was weird. I was like, is that fucking Anthony? <laughs> like, <his> state? <laughs> I was like, I didn't know he was a fucking legit. Which is also weird about doing comedy and stuff. Is like, because you know, well, obviously you know, but this is more for everybody else watching. But like, how our world, the comedy world, and comedy is so fucking left leaning. So for like guys like me or Robbie or like Lou Perez or Dave or any of us to be like, oh, we fuck the establishment or fuck the agenda we already have a target on our back right away and like yeah. we won't get book places like we straight up like i've been i've been i've, I've been told by other people that i won't get books certain places because of how, what i believe politically which is yeah. by the way 
I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm fine with it because like, fuck you. I don't want to. A, I don't want to work there for you. I don't want to work for you. Then I, I, I believe in my morals and convictions. I believe what I have to say. I'm not going to sacrifice that to fucking go tell a ten minute set at your shitty place. You know what I'm saying? I think like our freedom and our speech and our fucking bodily autonomy is more important than me telling a dick joke. Sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it is situational. Situational. Yeah. You know, everything's situational. Everything's black and white. Uh, so you know, that's just how I. Yeah, I found that to be like I kind of look at the whole left comedy thing. It's like, fuck them, you know. Yeah, I wanted to do comedy for a while because I had been doing a podcast for a couple of years, and people were telling me like you should do stand up. And then it's like I finally got the balls to go to open mic, and I did well. And then after like a little bit, it's like, yo, how is it that like I can fucking sit here for like two hours and like you don't even give me three minutes when like this guy is not funny at all like i didn't like the like clickiness of it but i was like screw it i'll stick it out but i got bad reactions a lot (laughs) you know what i mean like i had a couple rooms that of course that liked my stuff because it was like looser rooms that was like bars that played heavy metal you know what i mean one of my favorite spots was the milk boy by the tla right because it was like i could get away with shit in there but it's like i love comics that push the edge man of course like like as you do it and then you start to be openly not like a lefty in comedy, more and more people like comics will come up to me always behind the scenes, never publicly. Right. They'll always be like, what's up with like that? Or like, what's up with Bitcoin? Like what's up with like, you know, like inflation, like what's up with COVID? Like what's up with the v- mandates? Like what's up with the war now? Like, you know, it's like all this shit that no one ever gave a fuck about before, or they were just always kept quiet because they're afraid of being called out publicly for you know not supporting whatever the fuck woke bullshit so i do see that more and more which is good i'd rather that than i guess nothing at all but i wish a little more people especially comments with the balls to come out and be like hey i actually don't believe in this and i actually want to be able to say this on the stage or actually like i don't want to feel like i, I can't book a three white dudes <laughs> like for a show right. like you know because that, that's that's the other thing again you know uh for everybody who's, who's watching doesn't know um I do. I have a company drop tent. I do with Neil, obviously Neil Wood, who's a comic, who's not a libertarian, but you know, uh, just for train of thought. Jesus Christ, what was I fucking saying? Uh, <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ, what the fuck was I saying? And like, oh my god, uh, you were talking, <laughs> you were talking about comedy and yeah, no, meaning left venue. Sorry, venue. Uh, so Neil yeah. and I, um, you know, we book that venue. We book the pop in venue once a month, as you know. And we book that based on if you're funny. That is it. And you know that. Like, so sometimes, yeah, it's a bunch of white dudes. Sometimes it's not. Hey, that's how it goes. (laughs) Like, we we base, we book that room completely off, like, are you funny? Right. And then sometimes, you know, we put the flyers out there and the posters. People are like, oh, three white dudes. Are you paying my salary? Are you (laughs) paying my family? Are you giving, are you booking me even? Then mind your fucking business and I'll worry about my own business. Oh, dude, it's like, why aren't more chicks on your show? I don't know, because there aren't more chicks doing comedy. Right. <laughs> right, right. right. Like, it's slim pickings. I try. I think the problem <laughs> with that stuff, with anything leaning left, but especially comedy, is that the gatekeepers become the left-leaning people. And it, and it's really hard for people like you and I to find a lane if you had it, if you didn't have it already before the culture war, like, kind of went to the nuclear stage it's in right now. I think we're in like DEFCON 2. It's, I, it's I not think, good. 
I think the left did something really smart where like they sunk their hooks into culture and art and and like the I guess the right leaning people were like that's not important. Who right. cares about that stuff? But it is important because that gets in the fucking brain of other kids and then you grow up with that bullshit and they fucking hey, good job, I guess. My hat's off to that fucking foresight, you know what I'm saying? But now it's like we're too late. And that's the thing too. It's like you know, you know my fucking set. A lot of people listening don't have seen me do comedy before. I don't even say anything political. Right. I don't even say anything crazy. I don't like you. I, I mean, I say like funny discussion, but it's about me. Like nothing right. I'm really saying is, and I still because of just what I believe outside of comedy will not get book places. Not even because of what I'm saying. Isn't that fucking crazy? It's ridiculous. It's the same shit as people who are like go up. It's like the girl who does the slutty girl and three blowjob tags set at a show and then tells uh, a tan fella he can't say Native American because that's racist against indigenous people. (laughs) I'm like, why don't you, like, how many Native Americans have you talked to that told you, like, hey, I'd prefer to be called an indigenous person? Right. That sounds ridiculous to me. They did the same shit. They did the same shit. It's like, that you get too far sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm Latino, right? You can miss me with all that Latinx shit. That's silly. You're trying to alter my language right. to fit your ideology, but I'm a Nazi for believing that I shouldn't have to show my papers to go get a cheesesteak. <laughs> I don't understand your thought process. So it's like, I can't even understand you to begin with. I'm not going to try to relate to you. So if you're not going to let me in, fuck you. I'll just try to find my own lane and make it work that way, which I think is what you guys have done well, despite yeah. that. You know what I mean? And that's why I was like, hey, dude, I got I to gotta, like make a choice here instead of like wasting my time over here. It's like it's misspent energy. I can talk shit with guys like you and get my jokes in. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I definitely went the uh, the Dave Smith route. I was like, I just got to carve my own path here. <laughs> I think I'm uh, kind of fucked. <laughs> I was like, don't. <laughs> so I kind of got to uh, <laughs> fucking try it out. Because otherwise, like, what am I going to do? No, like if you don't if you don't carve your own path and if you're if you are someone like us and you don't carve your own path you're gonna have a lot harder of time or you gotta just lie about everything you believe in and just constantly just go in and never talk about anything which sucks because how do you live that life dude like that's first off that's not a healthy life you know what i mean i think a lot of people have been in that spot before where you're like hey this isn't where i'm supposed to be you know uh, what Bla- I mean? Blaze chiming in, no one has ever done three blowjobs <laughs> tags before. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies, you got to step your game up. Well, Blaze, write that joke, right? One with three blowjobs. That's your job now. <laughs> You're welcome. We don't need credit, Blaze. Uh, so, all right. So, uh, EVC going back. So, so yeah. So, it's the, two opportunity, weeks. the opportunity it's- presented itself. Here I am. And I'm like, the more I look into it, the more I think it fits my wheelhouse of like my skill set. You know what I mean? And I, ha- I think that the people that were we're involved with men are just like from Audrey to Heist, Joe Van Wagner, like Joe Bissell. Like, dude, I'm, I've hugged more dudes in the last like yeah. year than, than probably ever in my life. Cause I just love those dudes so much. And, and we've been like in the trenches together already in a blizzard. It was like 19 degrees outside and we we're protesting the mandates in the city. I'm like, yes, these are the people I want to do it with. So, if that means I have to put myself out there and like, Hey, sometimes I put my foot in my mouth, but if that means I have to put myself out there and do something that might seem a little bit sketchy, then so be it. Cause I'd rather like be a man that's true to his beliefs than back out of a fight. Cause 
I'm not, you know, super libertarian guy who's been around forever. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like, like it's really easy when something like that comes up to be like, yeah, I haven't been around long enough, blah, blah, blah. But I'd rather be like, fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> like uh, that's what I'm here for. Let's fight. So I'm so kind of excited to see how it goes there. <laughs> it's, it's you, Joel gets, and that's it. Yeah. Now Faria was in it, but damn. That was interesting. Okay. So that's gonna be interesting. Okay, so obviously right now, our current Eastern Vice Chair Adam, excuse me, is Adam Reinhart. Uh, obviously, you know, we, I think a lot of us have not high uh, uh, opinions of his job. <laughs> I guess some would say of what he's done last year. Um, what do you feel about our current EVC and his role and what he's done last year? So the first thing I heard about him was that he's a gay priest. So already I was like, all right, I know what I'm dealing with here. And then it got to like, he doesn't communicate with anybody or answer emails or anything like that. Excuse me. So I feel like anything's a step up from that, but I actually have a vision for the position. You know what I mean? Like for me, I think if you're, if someone's depending on you for leadership and guidance and tools they need to accomplish Liberty goals, you should be responsive to that. And if you're just doing it for a title, then like, get out of the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that what's happened up until now is there's been a lot of title chasers. So my perspective on it is like, I just want to be a worker. I don't really want to talk shit. I don't want to like shit on that dude, even though it's kind of easy from everything I've seen and read about him yeah. and, and interactions, whatever. But it's like, I'd rather focus on what I can do to make the job, make the position better and help the party. So, right, oh, yeah, there you go. Joe oh, wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, so Adam's what? not even, Is this so, breaking um, news, Joe Vissel? So, <laughs> so, so Joel is the incumbent EVC. So actually, real, real quick, let, 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 let me just read this for everybody who's actually listening to this and not yeah. uh, for when they do listen, because this obviously is live right now. Um, Adam Reinhardt quit. Joel's acting EVC until convention, as I understand. Um, how does Joel get? And that, obviously, I, I'm friends with Joel, so this isn't, like a, this isn't like a shot at Joel. I'm just curious if, like, is he allowed to, like, appoint someone to? How does that work? It's weird. Okay, uh, well, anyway, some, someone smarter done. than us will tell us. So, I guess that question is moot. But I guess right, you can still, right. I guess you can, no, not really, because you can still kind of point but out what he did wrong in the last year. But I think he didn't do anything. So, right, I guess he did not, like which is the, wrong in itself. The, the assessment is like he did, he did everything wrong. Yeah. So, from that perspective, I can do tons of things better, but I'd rather tell people what I plan to do. You know what I mean? So, so, well, for me, uh, so I was say, so I guess what I guess my question is, what are your plans then to bring to EVC for that title? Like, wh how do you want to make it as better? So, one, I want to communicate with counties. Like, the eastern part of the state right now has the least counties that need affiliates. Uh, we only have one, two. right? It's oh, two? two? Well, two. There's two counties that are combined. It's like Pike Sullivan are together right now. Right, you're right. Um, and then I think it's Wyoming and something. It's escaping me Pike? right now. I think Sullivan and Pike are together right now. Oh, and so, okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I didn't bring notes or anything. No, so that's fine. It's not my head for you. But but like that part of it, I think is a little bit easier. So from there, it's like, how can I help the counties improve? How can I help them grow? How can I help them raise money? Well, I know how to hold events. I know how to fundraise. I did it in previous experiences. I've done it with comedy shows and things like that. So. For me, what I really want to bring to the position is a lot more social interaction with the people in the region and also 
behind that as we're running candidates. Like it's great we have 200 candidates that are 200 elected members uh, in PA, but also how many of those people know what that position actually entails? So I'd really like to start as we learn more about offices and the roles they play and what you're able to do in each one, build a database for the whole state. So when a county is trying to run someone for auditor or election inspector, they can go and find, you know, a layout of like, hey, here's what that job is about. Here's what you're expected to do. And here's what you can do to advance liberty from that position. I think that's a lot of stuff that, that something like that's really missing right now. And issues stuff is really big for me. So I want to get involved with the Harm Reduction Alliance and try to get some SEPA people involved in that and really try to get some stuff going on in the you know, decrim department and getting fentanyl strips legalized. Yeah, I think uh, what you hit on before about the uh, like social stuff, about I feel like um, there's not too many events outside of like what the MC puts on. Cause like, you know, the MC's always put on shit constantly right. or like, even like if, if it's not an official MC event, it's like a bunch of MC dudes and chicks being like, Hey, let's go meet up. Like it's always something's happening. And I feel like the LPPA, I mean, I know they throw some stuff, but like, it's really nothing socially as like, as far as like, you know, fun events and bonding is big, especially in politics. I feel like, and if you get at least a bunch of people together in a less stressful setting to maybe talk over a beer or for some fucking weed or the fuck, you might be able to X out some of that hate. I don't know, or, or, or works towards a better goal of liberty as opposed to just, oh, let's have a fucking monthly meeting where we we'll yell at each other for fucking nine, literally nine hours. <laughs> or, or or we have a Thunderdome chat where you have fucking pieces of shit like Sasha Cohen in there and other fucking fat incel losers who want to run their fucking mouth. And, just, and they're not helping liberty. They're just fucking, they're just mucking it up more because it's about them. It's, it's, right. not about, it's not about anything else. So I think that would be a good uh goal for sure for you to do it i think you'd also get a lot of turnout you there are more people in the middle than people think and they don't Absolutely. give a shit about the about the fucking caucus bullshit yeah i agree with you and i think it's dude it's real hard to call someone's wife who you like sat next to and had a conversation yeah. with a mail order bride mm-hmm. <laughs> right and like also you'll you won't you won't be so quick to like throw jabs at people who you've like seen in person and you know how they carry themselves mm-hmm. and shit like that. Right. Like we both know Matt Hockley, right. He's Jack, but he's, no, he's not a pussy, like, but yeah, yeah. He's not like, <laughs> he's not like aggressive online. Right. But like, if you saw that, oh yeah, guy, that like, would put you through a wall. Gonna, yeah. If yeah. You of saw course. Him in person first and like hung out with him, you'd be like, yeah, this is this dude's a silent Yeah, I'm not going to fuck with Matt. I, I fuck with Matt because I love Matt, and I'll fuck with Matt all day. But, like, if you're actually, like, hate Matt or you're not on Matt's team, I would be afraid of Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So it's like – so I think you could eliminate a whole lot of bullshit. Uh, you know, if you can eliminate keyboards and you can get people in a neutral environment where it can, it can loosen up and also it can help expand membership, right? Like, think about how many new people do you really want to drag to a fucking business meeting? Like right. that, if if you're only doing social events sporadically here and there, you're missing real opportunities to keep people connected. Because I think right now that's missing too. Like the only yeah. shit I've gotten from the, I got one postcard from the LPPA that asked me if I was interested in running for office or volunteering or whatever. I sent it back, never heard anything else. Since then, I've got newsletters calling me a piece of shit. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, yeah, right. And I got a fun little postcard saying that you know we need to stop the uh mises pack 
So I I, I you know, kind of like, batting around an idea what I want to do with that card. Yeah. I, have skit, I have a skit I think I want to do. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> I mean, don't don't play inside baseball outside, bro. Come on. I, I'm you thinking about. It. I don't want to give my cards away. I'll talk to you off air. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Off air, we're doing. Uh, oh, that's funny. Yeah, but it's like, come on, man. There's the so much too. room for improvement. Here's the other thing too, dude. And like, I, I don't want to keep like shitting on like the cathedral guys it's get it, honestly it's sad at this point and now i just feel like i'm bullying <laughs> it's it used to be like an even i feel like shit talk but now it's just so sad on their end i just feel like i'm the bully now and i just kind of let it go once it comes my way but like uh i i, I i'm just i'm over it i don't want to do it anymore i just don't want to argue anymore just yeah just just work towards not having a fucking mandate for the fucking to go to a baseball game in in, in Philly. Like I, I don't care. I don't want to argue anymore. Yeah, like it, it, being a dickhead on like a line isn't like a principled approach. <laughs> you know yeah, like mean? like it's really ridiculous. If you eat shit on a Q and A and then you go on Twitter and shit on the people who presented the good ideas and were better than you. You're an asshole. That, but and that's, you're not worth That's what drags time. me back in so to like, like the negativity, though. Right, but that's where you have to learn to like not engage with those people because that's what they want you to do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you gotta focus. It's like, dude, you gotta focus. There's like, there's no fucking. You don't get any extra points for staying in a fight that no one's gonna win because the other guy doesn't realize that he's losing the fight, so he's just gonna right. keep going at you. Like they're not gonna quit. The longer they lose, the more they're going to talk shit. So I it's mean, like you take away their power to like their effectiveness of their shit talking when you ignore them, honestly. Oh, that's why. Because look what happened the other yeah. day. Look what happened the other day with like a situation that totally got blown up and like people are crying and shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, come on, man. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, but, wow. Yeah. I, I, it's not even worth hashing, but like, right, but, even, it, even but though I just said I don't want to just openly shit on them without cause like i'm about to because it, it comes again it comes down to that like uh ego with them and and the and they're like oh you guys are incels you, like they'll say this to us like we're losers we're and i look around the room like all of our wives are hot <laughs> like like i'm like everybody has kids and like loving and i look at you guys and you're all 400 pounds overweight no no girlfriends no boyfriend whatever the fuck you have nothing going on you're all fucking ugly you're all like fucking smell. You're all have no sense of humor. And like, where are the incels? <laughs> <laughs> like what? That, that shit. I, I gotta, I gotta, and also like they get mad at us that we could form social gatherings. We have people who want to hang out. I'm like, I'm sorry. You can't get more than 20 people in a room together. And we regularly can <laughs> like, I'm sorry. That's a problem for you and not us. I'm very sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I have sex with a pretty woman and you jerk off to Warcraft. It's, <laughs> it's not my but fault. like i have to do better <laughs> not feeding into that <laughs> right it's hard not to though but it's also like a layup you gotta like it is a layup, i figured this right? out you have to you have to go like highbrow lowbrow right you have to like pick your spots with the lowbrow shit because it comes off so much it comes off like so uh, it, it like, can be harsh yeah like you can't take inflection off words. You know what I mean? Blaze says you don't have right. sex. So just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. It's... Duck, duck, go, Colombian donkey fuckers. <laughs> <laughs>
sorry to derail you. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I was thinking more of EV, uh, EVC questions. Um, what would be your first? What's your okay? I guess what is your most important then? I, I would say uh, issue going into EVC. If you win, what's your like? What is the number one thing you want to do, and the thing that you think you could do that legitimately like help propel the party forward, like in the state at least? Like the first thing you really well, want to do. Well, the first thing I want to do, just on like a in getting in the position level, is touching base with all the county chairs and like getting a feel for what each county has going on what what they're good at what their needs are like you know what i mean i i really want to get a try to get a picture of it before i start throwing things at people i don't want to shoot the moon and like waste resources on things that are you know a little ambitious i'd rather like aim for realistic things oh excuse me i'd rather aim for realistic goals in the beginning, but I really, I want to start opening lines of communication and figuring out what issues are important to what region and how we can connect people that are, you know, involved in those issues. You know, like the, like the don't, don't tread on Philly is a great example mm-hmm. of that. Cause you know, it's like already their talks are like, all right, what's our next move now? If the, if it's not mandates, like, what are we going to do now? How are we going to, and I'm like, I love those. Yo, they're organized as fuck. Uh, 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 Dan Brasky just hung out with me on Tuesday night at the show in Philly. We're, we're hanging out yeah. together, and uh, we were talking about like a lot of that and like plans for DTOP and they'll turn in Philly and like what they have coming up. And like they are super fucking organized. He's like, oh, he's like, I just got a two hour fucking board meeting call. It's like, damn, dude, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you guys are fucking that's good though, but we need that. And like, it, it's we, we were so the show this is important, I feel like, for mandate talk because in the, the show was in Philly Tuesday night, and since they lifted all the shit i could go again <laughs> and actually go to go into philly and uh one of the comics asked the crowd they're like uh everybody here vaccinated and like five percent of the crowd was like <laughs> like like everyone else is like nah <laughs> like like, right. like which is good to see but then you also see still so many of the uh, of the mass people who are just still so like fucking just like no we're wearing the mask and it's like come on man like we're essentially it's an outdoor venue like last like Tuesday it was it was one of those like garages converted garages into a brewery so the giant doors were open i'm like we're outside i'm like what are we doing with the fucking like you got to let it go it's it just keeps that i feel like is always it's you can't like, knock it out of these people sometimes dude i think there's going to be people that wear masks forever now. forever yeah i was thinking that the other day yeah i don't think they're ever going to go away for some people and the crazier part is that I think a lot of older people will do it too. And it's like, you've been through worse shit with us with less mm. like options when shit goes south. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you have grew up in a time where if you broke your leg, you could die. Like <laughs> and you made it through that and you're like, I don't want to get the flu. I'm yeah, I don't want this common you. cold to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> don't want yeah, to take NyQuil tonight. I'm like, come yeah. on now. But yeah. the, I, I, the people well, that I, get I, me are the people who are mad that you don't want your kids to wear masks. Right, because they want theirs to. Like right. those are those people are even worse. Because I'm like, now you're gonna have a whole bunch of kids that are gonna wear masks. So it's gonna be like, dude, there's gonna be a whole section of the population that segregates itself from like normalcy intentionally. Intentionally, yeah. Which is That's psychotic. So it's yeah. yeah, it's like it's, it has to be some mental See, defect we, of some sort. I can't frame it any other way. We we should. Uh... We should somehow, if you were able to win, like partner up with DTOP more 
and like and like try to push this anti-mandate shit especially in our state more because obviously our current leadership couldn't give a fuck about the lack or the immense segregation in our state <laughs> medical or apartheid they do not care about because they too much care about who's on the fucking newsletter committee and what word i say on my own fucking podcast oh yeah because to them it's not really about the cost right they, they it's like they like being the big fish in the small pond and they can have you know titles on twitter that make them seem important and they can set up facebook pages for their you know lieutenant governor run that's going to go nowhere yeah. <laughs> like you know, it's like, hey, I get it, but wouldn't you rather have people that are going to champion the people like Audrey and the causes like that? And won't you, wouldn't you rather run with people who are actually going to make a difference? So at a certain point, people don't have no choice but to let us in the fucking in the party because you know, not in the party as in the Libertarian Party, but I mean in like the political arena to take us seriously. It's like, do you want to get to a place where we're not just written off? Wouldn't it be right. great if the Liberty Movement supported li the Libertarian Party, yeah. right? Wouldn't it be great if we had a chance? But it's like, no, we don't even want to, like, give kudos to people who agree with us that are because they're running for Republicans. It's like, come on. You get lost in the fucking weeds, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd rather, like, I'd rather dig a trench and go to war. Dude, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sick of the uh, multi-maneuver talk. Like... For people, again, people don't know the multi-maneuver is essentially a, a political strategy where any see any any position being ran in a race that has no one running for it, you essentially just write in campaign to get libertarians in there. So essentially, it's uncontested races you're winning. And but usually these races usually are like completely for positions that matter to nothing. Like uh, not that they don't matter, they, they don't advance liberty. So like. Edit auditor of elections or auditor or whatever the fuck or inspector of this and that, that's not advancing liberty anyway. It's it's not. So when you know when, when we have these bullshit, they're inflated numbers in a sense. With yeah, that's like 180 people, 180 elected libertarians. Okay, sure that number is right. You technically have 180 elected libertarians. Now let's scale that number back to like mayors and town councils or or anything like you could change law. Oh, 15? Wow, big difference, huh? By the way, I don't know if it's 15. That's just a fucking number I threw out there. But, like, I'm sure it's not 150. Dude, what kind of car do you think the champion of shadow boxing drives? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, like, but, and by the I, way, and, but, and, no, and by the people way. get mad at me for shitting on it, but it's like you didn't, you didn't win. I'm not you got, against it. You found it. a loophole, which I'm is not great. Right, work right, it. Let's right, go. Let's exactly. get more people I'm in I'm not there. against it. I'm saying but don't waste put money. Put that attention Don't on waste actual racist don't waste <laughs> how much how much should we spend on fucking mailers for multiple for three thousand dollars four five thousand dollars on mailers who's reading mail who's reading mail i throw my mail in the fucking garbage <laughs> right. it's like no one's reading it what they should have done if they were if they're trying to access like the older crowd take a thousand dollars send them to fucking 55 and older homes and everything right. else and everything else is a fucking online social media marketing campaign Absolutely. The worst, and, then, and, and then I know they're gonna be like, we have numbers from that. I don't believe you. How about that? I don't believe you. <laughs> right. Okay. I don't give a fuck what you tell me, Kevin Gahagan. I don't give a fuck. I don't believe you. I believe you're lying to me. Don't care. You can't prove to me that your mailers brought in people. You just cannot. You cannot. Right. It's, it's, it's improvable. Unless they say, I came in through your fucking mailer. Verify that for me. You can verify all those people, then sure. I'm for it. But it's not. What we should be doing is do the multi maneuver. If you have a writing campaign, go for it. 
don't not waste time on it. Go for mayor, fucking sheriff, uh, town council, city council, whatever the, that shit where you could actually go, hey, this marijuana bullshit, that's gone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, let's right. get rid of all these laws. Gone. Uh, let's try to get rid of QI. Gone. Let's try to get rid of this. Gone. Not nothing. Oh, 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 you want auditor of elections? Hey, what's your view on 2A? No one ever asked. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, let's waste that fucking four true. hours in a meeting yeah. on, a, on a Saturday night, which, by the way, fucking losers. Who chose Saturday night for board meetings? I know Speaking I already had this rant <laughs> at our, our actual board meeting on Monday, but like it still stands. Who's choosing yes. Saturday night? Do we, people have families? People have fucking kids? People have fuck shows to go to? I'm sorry that again we're not the incels. You guys are. You're the ones who chose the Saturday. Whatever. That's a whole. That's, that's, that's very inside baseball for you. <laughs> <laughs> but still, we should put a counter on how many times we can say incel at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> just work it in, like yeah. Right, like All right, uh, Joe. We have we have one libertarian on school board in Bucks. That and was the only guy... district that still requires masks. That's right. And di didn't that guy win and then come to Bucks meetings or come to the Bucks meetings? Yes, he's like, won he... and then he's come to t a few. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's gonna do it. no. He's well, there's a a, no. There, I was thinking that other guy. Oh yeah, no, he's, not, he's, not, he's, not, he's not the school board guy though. Again, he's got oh, school okay, board. That that's important. Yeah, we should be doing school board elections, all these other things we should be running for to actually advance. again, like like we have in Bucks, get the mask out of these fucking schools. Yeah. It's crazy how we're still masking children, like I, I, you know, teenagers down. Like I, those are the important positions we need. So hopefully, this new slate, whoever the fuck wins next week, we start to you know make some progress like hopefully all the vice chairs and chair get together and fucking fix some of this or at least put out some resolutions some planks something we have nothing well, out there i'm so glad that my kids are like at the tail end of school my son's gonna graduate this yeah. year my daughter graduates next year so your daughter I'm roasted like, me at the <laughs> meeting on monday and I, I, I never wanted to hit a 16 year old girl more in my life <laughs> I mean, you were dressed like one, so you were kind of asking. Yeah, I was. You're right. I was, she was just reacting naturally in her home environment. She was like, we're definitely wearing the same jeans, Adam. You kind of were. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's great. But, uh, but yeah, so it's like uh, I, I'm glad they're older. But, dude, I feel for people who have their kids in the school system. Like, my nephew goes to a charter school, and, like, he's seven in first grade. His whole public school experience, he's had to wear a mask, and half of it was spent online. Yeah. Right? Like, what good is kindergarten for a kid when he has to do it on a tablet or a Chromebook, whatever? You know what you I know, mean? He, you know, you're missing really, so much You know what's, like, really disgusting? All, remember the two years of all these fucking animals and, and evil people who are like, mask your kids up in schools, and now the narrative's like, masks are actually detrimental to your children, and we – Oh, no way. Because <laughs> common sense would dictate that to me two years ago. Right. <laughs> like it just, it just, I, I never truly thought common sense would just completely go out the window uh, as it did in the last two years. I mean, gone. Never well, in, in my life I would have thought I've, I would have seen such a fucking depart, like departure of common sense. Here's the most egregious one, in my opinion, is like now. There's legit advertisements for medical centers that say kids have strokes too. 
Yeah. Oh, th that's the like, best is reading all these articles now. Like, yeah, you know, like, the sunlight makes you have brain bleeds. I'm like, I don't think it does. Right. <laughs> like, it does. oh, if you if you pull your sheet up over your bed too fast, it can cause a heart attack. And, and I'm like, also, fucking bizarre. Do you realize too how the media is wording? They're they're wording it where they're trying to retcon your memory. Where yes. it's like that's how it's always been. Where it's like, remember how you always will wake up and then you always feel heart pain. <laughs> It's like, no, actually, never in my life have I felt that. I'm 35. I've never felt that. <laughs> but they try to make it feel like where that's totally like you've, oh, you know how you always just go walk outside and your eyes would just bleed if like in February. <laughs> you're like, you know those right. February eye bleeds right. you get? And you're like, what? <laughs> but they're trying, like, now, like all these soccer players in Europe are just dropping in like fucking cardiac oh, arrest. Dude. They got one of my people, fucking Kun Aguera, had to retire at 33. Uh, hey, I, I mentioned soccer once in the show. That's enough. We don't got to keep talking soccer. All right, <laughs> so, but you said it to an Argentine. You should have expected I it. I know. It's my fault, but <laughs> I won't have soccer talk on this American podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gringo, relax. I'll back off. But, yeah, it's like it's crazy because if you look at the numbers, it's like, okay, there were four kids with heart conditions in 2020, and there were 2,400 in 2021. Yeah. Hey, we might have a problem here. You know, right. famous or, or how people about, are falling over on stage. Or, or, or hey, how, how about when they're like, uh, when women were like, my periods are weird. And like, you're a fucking misinformation. You're spreading misinformation. You're seeing you get the shot and your periods are up. And then like two months are like, some shots are actually affecting periods. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, dude, it's 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 so crazy. Like, dude, I, I'm so happy I died on this hill. I'll never get this fucking jet. I'll never get it. I'll never get it. Oh, me either. <laughs> and like, I, I'm so happy that like, I just stuck out to my like I'm like I'll never go to a sporting event again if I have to like that's that was right. my okay. mindset I was like I'll never because I'll never bend the knee to this I'll never bend the knee I've been to hundreds of concerts I don't need any more right I I don't have to do Which and next? it was like even with the opportunity to get a fake card I was like fuck you I don't want to have to fake right. it to I don't want to place even I don't even want to support the system. right yeah I don't want to give into that shit at all I never got a COVID test until. A month ago because i had it for my injections in my neck because they make you but like i'm like it's the same thing i'm like i don't even want to give a number to a test you know what i'm saying i don't even want to like contribute to the numbers at all i want to be just completely like left out of the system completely <laughs> like, a, like like a fucking ghost but you can't it's like almost impossible because like again i don't want to not have pain in my head and neck anymore so i'm like well i guess i get the fucking test so i can get shots in my neck so i don't want to kill myself like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it just it's everywhere and then I uh, so who's saying in the group chat and then one of the signal chats earlier where someone had a from Canada had to get a PCR test to just get back in, like to go back home. Like oh yeah, it's fun. crazy I, some places. I mean, if you remember at one at a certain point, New York wasn't letting people out of the city unless they had a COVID test. That's right. I do remember that. Yeah, it was crazy. I gave in once because it was Slipknot. So it was like, all right, I'll go get a COVID test because it was like my 30th time seeing Slipknot. My kids were in shit. So I was like, oh, I'll definitely have to do it for this. But I'm glad that shit's over. Here's the crazy part. I, I did this check yesterday. There's this band I love, Parkway Drive. They're from Australia. I know Parkway Drive. They're playing with Hatebreed. And they're playing in like Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and New York at Hammerstein Ballroom. And I've never been to a show up there. And I've been to tons of shows. So like my kid's 18 now. It'd be so great to take and see Hatebreed in New York City. Yo, you go on the website for Baltimore and right away it's like you need a vaccine card or negative COVID test. You go on a one for Pittsburgh, oh, you need a negative COVID test. New York, New York, nothing. I'm like, weird. what? That's weird. How did that happen? Yeah, how did that happen? That's very weird. Maybe 
<laughs> maybe they realized that the policies they had in place were pretty detrimental to the city. So they were like, we should probably just quietly peel all that shit back now because we're going to end up being a wasteland. If not, it's going to be well, like Escape from New York. That's we're what fucking I keep telling that's what you tell my wife because she's like, she's like, when is this gonna end? I go, I go, Sab, I'm like, listen, I'm like, New York and LA financially cannot afford this. I go, they they literally rely on tourism, <laughs> like all that shit. It's it's and being open twenty four seven. That's the whole gimmick of New York. And if you close it down and shut it out to half the world, well, you're gonna see the fucking effects of that. And now you're seeing it. That's why yeah. no amount of COVID or bullshit. And I mean, how fucking liberal you are, money fucking talks right and when you're fucking little black box theater on off 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 broadway with all your fucking lbgtq and blm stickers are on it and you're like oh well i want to eat tonight <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna not give a shit so much about the mandates right dude that was one of the things that made me like really nervous my uh my coworker's wife like when covid first started she was like a some sort of coordinator for broadway theaters and he was like, yeah, they told my wife they're shutting down till like probably at least summer. And they were on TV saying two weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah. And like inside baseball was like, no, they're shutting New York City down mm -hmm. for months. No Broadway shows. I was like, yo, it's about to be I am legend. And now it's like almost worse. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I mean, I haven't been to like Manhattan in a few months, I would say. But last time I was there, I was down by like uh, I was I was over at Guest Digital Studios, which is like oh, east, okay. like east, like around there. I don't want to say exactly where, but you know, like like yeah, lower I, east. I, I, and uh, and uh, that's a pretty bustling part of Manhattan, <laughs> you know. Like the usually, and then I was down there, and I was just like, oh, boarded up, boarded up, boarded up, boarded up, boarded up. Like everything was boarded up. Like there's no one there. Stores for rent. Like like less people. Like it's fucking weird. Like you're like, oh, I was used to coming down here and like seeing just every, and now it's like uh, half the people that were normally there. Bro, we went to uh, what was it, Fright Factory, <clears throat> and it's like the haunted house down in like off Columbus Boulevard in Philly, and it's a really popular haunted house. Like it was the week, the yeah, the weekend that the cops shot the dude with the knife in philly his name is escaping me right now someone's gonna get mad that i forgot his name but i promise i'll say his name on twitter or something um but i don't remember um uh, i almost want to say walt whitman but i don't want to be wrong <laughs> no but, but uh, he was a poet <laughs> from the yeah, 1800s right. but, so, but the but basically the guy the guy came to the cops with a knife and they just fired off so philly went crazy and here's me i'm like taking my kids to a haunted house and we have to drive through a haunted house to get to one. Yeah, yeah. It was like, everything's boarded up. There's cops all over the place. It literally looked like a war zone. And I'm like, I have my daughter's boyfriend. He's like a good, like white privileged kid. I'm like, this kid's probably shit in his pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll protect you, buddy. Yeah, you know he had I mean? no but idea what's going like, on. It was like, oh, this haunted house is gonna be shit compared to the drive. He's like fucking. He's like RTD two in the back of the fucking X wing. And you're Luke, like hang in there. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking riding through right? the fucking war zone. He's like, he's like, it's gonna be darker when we leave, isn't it? Like, yeah, sorry, pal, don't worry, we'll park real close. <laughs> Star destroyer comes over the top of your car, <laughs> gets sucked into the tractor beam. But if you ever like, I could never imagine it coming as far as it has. 
And the fact that it's still not really over yet is even crazier. Yeah. Well, I mean, well now with this Russian thing <laughs> going on, it's like, it's like, it's almost like narrative shifted so quickly. Yeah. That now they can quietly peel it back. Yeah. But also like, Oh man, this shit, I, I made a mistake today. I, I took some edibles uh, and then, and then I listened to Scott Horton and then I was like, God damn it. I don't want to hear about this shit. And then I went online and looked at news yeah, and then and then I went on the nuke map game, <laughs> and I was like, and I'm like, all right, I gotta back away. I just went like way too deep. Dude, down again, the I know. Hole. Again, we we were talking about this a little bit in the chat a little bit earlier, you know, with the group chat. But like, oh, I so I still don't believe anyone on this planet is truly gonna be like, no, launch one. <laughs> like he knows, like you know, it doesn't matter. Like it's it's. I know Constantine was like, no, it's not. It is. <laughs> like if one goes they all go that's it it's not just a one, I, I, one and done deal i don't think if one goes they all go but i think if one goes like a whole region of a couple places might go but that's destroys the world that's what I'm saying. i under when i say destroys the world yeah it definitely mean, i don't mean like the world goes up in flames like a movie i mean like if you destroy the entire east coast of america you're kind of destroying a part of the world <laughs> like there's really right. no way around that like i understand uh, nuclear pull-up it's not like it used to be i'm not even saying that i'm just saying if you wipe away millions of people what the fuck is gonna happen <laughs> like it's gonna be okay well i didn't get california to get hit so we're fine it's like no it's honestly it's like a little hard to be not to be black-pilled on that kind of stuff because as soon as the russia conversation happens then the next conversation is like oh you know russia takes ukraine then china's gonna take taiwan hey you know what so that like, sucks all, and china's a piece of shit hogs. but i don't care all the like for, for us hard-ons now so it's scary but you'd like to think that those people aren't suicidal right but when it comes to when it comes down to it it's really like all of it's about resources right the only product the government has is violence it's not it doesn't produce anything else violence right so it's like if, if the choice is you are encroaching on our power or we wipe you out i feel like definitely they they're not going to hesitate to take the opportunity right but the problem is like you're they're always chasing boogeymen right it's like a like a fucking generic version of scooby-doo except like they right. just never figure out who it really is you know what i mean like you're always chasing something that's not really there it's really something else sitting beneath it but then as soon as you like figure that part out it, it shifts so quickly to the next thing so you can just keep us in conflict all the time that's why the culture war shit is so right. prevalent in the media mm -hmm. because if they keep us fighting each right. other then we're not going to be as in tune to what's happening in Russia and Ukraine. We don't focus on daddy government. We exactly. Focus on dummy each other. Yeah, it's bullshit, a sleight of right? hand. It's a mis it's a okey doke. Like, like again, this bullshit narrative is like, oh, if you're anti-war, you're pro-Putin. That's retarded, and and you're dishonest intellectually if you think that. Because I could be like, Putin and China are garbage, but do I want to see one American dollar of life get wasted for Taiwan or Ukraine? Nope. Right. I, <laughs> nope. Both things could be true. I could think like Russia could should do Russia, right? But I could also think Vladimir Putin's a pretty big guy, right? Right. I, right. I, I, mean, I, I don't want to see our anything be wasted. Nothing. Not a single. Not a single fucking dollar. Human life, soul, whatever. And, and I know these threw seven thousand more troops into the region, which you know that's great. So it's yeah. like 
Yeah, I got a son who's gonna be eighteen and like three, I'm saying, dude. four hours. I'm like, I don't like this shit. Like, like I mean, for what? It, it doesn't make sense to me. You know, I, I actually happened to recently look into how the draft works. You know how it actually works? I don't actually. It's eighteen to twenty six. That's okay. the age. That's the draft age. Eighteen to twenty six. So you and I are way past <laughs> draft age. We're also fucking beat to shit. <laughs> I mean, I'd go instead of my kid if it was an option. I'd be like, Not, fuck, but, you stay uh, here. It's, but it's it's eighteen to twenty six, and it goes by like they, they do it like an actual like a uh, lottery ball, like an actual ball system, like with the with the. Like oh, the hot okay, lady and everything, be like, here's they the, call the selective service. They do it in front of. They say they do it in front of in front of media, televised, and everything. And how it is is like, if 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 your birth month gets brought up, then everyone from that birth month and year starts getting called. Wow. And it goes like that. So it's like if you were born in two thousand one or whatever the fuck or two thousand, and like they pull like twelve, and it's like twelve oh oh, then like everyone from twelve oh oh is getting called. Wow. And it's just literally off a ball system, just like like the the lottery. It's like the exact opposite of the Powerball. Congratulations, you're going to die in someone's backyard. You're going to die in the Ukrainian lady's backyard (laughs) for a war that you have no business being involved in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's insane. I never understood the benefit of sending young people to go kill other young people to advance Uh, freedom. That just right. doesn't sound like those aren't there. That's like an incongruent idea to me. War and freedom seem to not mesh together and then pretty again, well. All, all these fucking dis, dishonest, unintellectual, or in, in whatever the fuck you want to call them, blue check marks on Twitter, all these fucking retards. I saw one guy who was like, Oh, if the, I, why don't you send all those truckers over there to Ukraine? They love freedom so much. I'm like, You're so fucking dumb. You think that's a smart tweet. Like, he fired that tweet off thinking, like, Nailed it. And my fucking my followers are gonna eat this shit up, and like they did, but that's because you and them are truly retarded. Like thinking that's the same right. fucking tweet. People fighting for bodily autonomy isn't the same thing as fighting a war of sovereign uh, of sovereignty between two countries. <laughs> it's like it's, it's not even crazy. close. It's not even fucking crazy. Uh, but but can we can we be honest for a minute though, and like admit that there's probably a little bit of jealousy in us that like our leader doesn't have like the balls and charisma that Putin has. Say what you want about him. He's definitely like an evil dude. Oh yeah, but, he has balls. But he's a fuck, fucking horse. man, right? Dude, like, yes. He's, like, he's a savage. He's five six though, which sure, but <laughs> I think Joe Rogan's like five four if you ask some people, but you want to you wouldn't want him to kick it. But uh <laughs> But like our president can't finish his sentence and he shits himself in front of the Pope. Yeah, like, I know it's that's, bad. right. Where it's not even the scales are way out of balance right now. No, it's definitely that's bad. another reason why I got that why I wanted to get involved in the Mises Caucus. I'm trying to help this thing grow so we can get liberty more like out on these bigger platforms. I think Dave Smith is a great avenue for that. He's a guy I've listened to for a long time. And I heard him talk about the Mises Caucus a ton. Yep. And he led me to like Tom Woods and Scott Horton and guys like that. So I think that dude's a great mouthpiece for the movement. I wish people like knew the difference between comedy and like what pe- when people really say something. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm all oh, that. And that's why I like I think it's a weird time that we're alive right now at our age. I still remember when the internet was like new. Yeah. Like 
it took me two class periods on Netscape Navigator in 10th yeah. grade to send a college application. I'm like, that shit was crazy. So I remember a time when, like, it, sure, it, maybe we were fucked up and maybe people were bigoted or whatever. But, like, people didn't notice. <laughs> it wasn't, like, out in the, like, atmosphere like that. Like, if you saw people like that, you thought you were dickheads and you moved on with your life. But, like... Right people talk shit to each other and they could say horrible words to each other. And they were just sounds coming out of our faces. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like words weren't violence and everything wasn't bigotry. And I think it's like, we're way too sensitive about shit that doesn't matter, but we ignore shit like what really matters. Like, Hey, our government is legitimately like trying to push us into wars with like two major countries that have nuclear weapons. Yeah, Maybe, maybe like, you should not like give a fuck what my pronouns are. Right, you right, should right. be like, right, like, yeah, maybe if I say gay, let it go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't, it's like, I, I, if you call a, a person who's mentally handicapped or retard, you're an asshole. You're an asshole. Right? Like, I yeah. would never in my life say that. I never once meant it that way. Right. And I've only called my, like, I have, I have a gay friend. She's married to a chick. And I had her on my podcast before, and every time I talked about her being married, I said gay married. <laughs> so, and I like made it a point to say gay married like eighteen times in like our hour and a half. You just say married like I can't. Just to be, just to be <laughs> I'm making it a point. Just to be obnoxious, and it was like, and she knew she played into the bit. She was like, "Oh, he's not being an asshole," you know what I mean? Like because yeah, it was being good fun, and we were. And it's like, I, we need more people like that, man. And we need people to pay more attention to what is really going on. Like, not to sound tinfoil hatty, but like, they're the, the men behind the curtain aren't behind the curtain anymore. They're out in the open and they yeah. tell us the quiet shit very loudly all mm -hmm. the time and nobody's paying attention to it. And the people who are get called conspiracy theorists yep. and kooks and alt-right and nazis and all kind of bullshit because they disagree with the people who want you to believe them and who have lied about everything yep like i'm old exactly. enough to remember spending two weeks in front of the tv after 9 11 yeah and no, like it's... there was literally not a single conversation about saddam hussein not one there was not one that one no, there was one. no connection whatsoever zero iraq and, ever mentioned okay, right. <laughs> it was like, there was they weren't even like oh maybe there might be a couple guys that got away into iraq they didn't even mention iraq yeah, yeah. but like real quickly it was like it's you ever see there was a documentary uh, called hyper normalization. You probably can't find it on YouTube anymore because uh, you know how they are. Yeah, they strip but, it, strip it, yeah. but it, but Trump actually tapped into this. So like Trump would never tell you he lies, right? Like right. his tactic is like deny, deny, deny. He will tell a lie so many times that the people that pay attention, it's like cult behavior mm -hmm. where like they hear him say that shit so much, it becomes true. Right. So like, that's what they're doing now. They're trying to do it to us again and again and again. And I think right now people are starting to wake up to it, which is actually like gets back to why I'm running for EDC. Because I do think that us like anarchists and libertarians should stop worrying about being right and start worrying about being in the fucking political arena and being out in the public arena and start to reach more people on issues that matter to them, where we can show them that like liberty is the answer. And I think so many people are sick of it right now that we we have a very unique opportunity. Like this shit will not come 
Like we're a shit or president or two away from like we're Russia next. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. it, it calling the United States a democratic republic is like it, it's silly at this mm-hmm. point. It's whatever team wins, fuck the rest of the right. people. Right. That's half the country is shit out of luck for four mm-hmm. years or eight. So at this point, it's like people are tired, man. Like inflation sucks. Gas yep. prices are going to be, dude, we're going to be paying fucking six bucks a gallon maybe. Yeah, I know. You know, like, so people are like, dude, I'm really over this Joe Biden character. And I'm like, well, let me tell you about (laughs) liberty. And Mm -hmm. if more of us do that, I think we have a shot. So that's, that was like, really well. I'm like, hey, I want to help make this thing what it can be so that we actually have a shot to take advantage of this opportunity and, and really win some battles instead of just talking about it, instead of having autistic arguments online. Let's go fight the fucking yeah. establishment and actually be about what we say and quit talking shit and start throwing punches figuratively. Of figuratively, course. because right. you know, the, the nap. <laughs> well, I think, I think the one, like it, from my perspective, I believe in that hundred percent. I also think we're in constantly in a state where the government is aggressive towards they're, us. They're so constantly I breaking think, the nap, right? So I think all aggression towards the government is self-defense. I agree. <laughs> And I, I mean, more people should read some Lewis Ling books. <laughs> uh, no, that's perfect. Actually, it's perfect place to end it. Fuck the government, monopoly on violence of the government. Um, Anthony, tell where they can find you. Earth shattering kabooms. At Anthony Portillo on Twitter, but it's not two L's, it's a Y. Yeah. Yeah. It's spelled annoyingly annoying. It's like P O R T I. Don't be racist. Y O. It's annoying. Yeah. It's dumb. Change yeah. it. I, <laughs> I well, it. because no one says my last name right. Because all you gringos just see a because vowel. I'm going to say it the white way, the way it should be said, as we all know. <laughs> and that's all that matters. <laughs> so we just move on from that. <laughs> I mean, uh, at least yours isn't pronounced neuter. No. It's, I've been called <laughs> that, though. <laughs> Dude, of course, I'm like it's any eat whatever. <laughs> it's like, it's like it's yeah, that's a, that that had to be a rough one to grow up with on Staten Island. It's still rough. What are you talking about? <laughs> it hasn't gone away. It hasn't made it less rough. Sorry, I didn't want to poke the trauma button. <laughs> it's, it doesn't matter. It's, it's it's so pushed down. It's down by my balls. Just, of trauma. I just stuff it down like everything my, else. My, it's circling my fucking testicles. <laughs> Uh, thank you, sir, for coming on and sharing. Oh, yes, let's do this. Fun. Uh, hopefully, you win in two weeks and we fucking can advance. Vote for EVC. Let's go. Let's do some fucking work in PA. Yeah, let's get it done. Seriously, let's stop the bullshit. Quit put that shit in the rear view and let's move forward and let's make liberty like really a conversation in Pennsylvania. This is the place it started. Yep, I agree. No better place, no better place to do it. Let's fucking go. I agree. Go follow Anthony. Go follow me. Go buy my shirts. Go go, go out to my shows. You guys know where it's at. Uh, This is another episode of The Porcupine. Uh, I I, I think I have Rob Coburn coming on soon, who's running for chair of LVP. I don't know. Ah, fuck, I'm oh, afraid of that. Anyway, be careful. He's going to steal your whole audience. I know. He's so sultry, his voice. <laughs> <laughs> right? I want him to, like, call me before I go to bed at night. That's my bedtime story. <laughs> All right, guys. This has been another episode of The Porcupine. Thanks for hanging out with us. Peace. Thanks for listening. 
Find Adam on social media, Twitter and IG at Adam Nutter or Facebook and TikTok at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.